0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan.
1: And I'm Marina Gorski.
0: And today is the 6th of March, 2017. That's the day we're recording. Because it's a day that will live in infamy. Because today, Marina and I started work, started the planning on our first novel. Woo! Which we, are we calling it, well we're calling Ursula's at the moment. Working title. Working, very working title. But it's just, we just decided today we were going to turn it into a novel. So this is just for future readers of this epic disaster, <laughs> today was the day it was decided, suggested by our good friend and lecturer Conor Murphy, that yes. we put what we were something we were working on in class together as an all. It is also the day that we got paid for our first professional gig. Yes, <laughs> we got, we weren't expected to get paid. We did as part of. Bolane Productions, which is our company, we made a demonstration film for the psychology department in college and they took the video off us today and paid us Do appropriately.
1: Do I say wine? No.
0: <laughs> say thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Wine. <laughs> I'm no, uh, they'll be put to very good use tonight.
0: Yeah, Marina will be. We got chocolate as well for me because yeah. I don't drink. So Marina has the wine there to herself. Not for much longer. <laughs> so we'd like to say thank you very much to Patricia Fraser for hiring us and paying us. Yes, thank you, we Patricia. We weren't expecting to be paid.
1: And mum, no, you're not getting them.
0: OK, some editing needed to be there done later. It is also a particularly historic day for Marina and Mr. Marina Gorski, John. Yay! Because it is the eve of their trip to Limerick for their fi- football final against IT Carlo for College Football Cup. Well, not Marina, but John is playing and Marina is there cheering him along in the sidelines, as she will be doing for a very long time to come. So remember today, folks. 6th of March, 2007. Well, 7th of March is the match, but today is the day you need to remember. Yes. That Isn't was it great? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be cheering them on. Forever, for the, for the <laughs> day <laughs> and game. And we wish them well, the team, in their endeavours tomorrow and in all the trials and tribulations ahead. All the tackles and passing. That will go on to the game. I said like an ignorant shite about football. <laughs> oh, and that's we, one thing we have to stop swearing. I meant to say that to you before. Why? Because you're doing it all the time. Fuck that. Uh, that's gone.
1: <laughs> and I wish to score. Well, John. Yes, let's I hope mean, John
0: scores a lot. <laughs> let's hope the team score. No, maybe not that. No, one. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, let's just stop. Let's get then. on with the yes. podcast.
0: Yes, because today we are going to discuss the films we promised you. Moonlight and Tomato Red. And we will be discussing Tomato Red later in a special experimental way, which you can look forward to later in the podcast. But first of all, we'll talk about Moonlight. Yes. Because we've both been to see it. And, and so I went to see it on Friday in view in Liffey Valley in a small little room, which is nice.
1: Sorry, when I did you burped. See it?
0: <laughs> you see, you've got to get away with it. Now, I, I didn't know. Even, I did, I I'm didn't right here <laughs> and I didn't notice. You have to announce to our distinguished audience that you burped. What did you think of Moonlight Marina?
1: Um I really, really liked it. I thought it was amazing. Okay. Um visually. And the actors were brilliant. Yes. Like Oh, so yeah. well acted. Yeah. Out of this world, brilliant. And um well, I just thought it was this is just something I wanted to comment because I went to, with my brother um to the cinema yesterday. I took him to watch it. And he actually asked me as well, before the film, he said, oh, Mahershala got the Oscar, didn't he? I said, yeah. So he's in the film. And he said, oh, OK, great. So After 15 minutes, Mahershala's not in the film anymore. Yeah. And I was like, OK, this kind of feels like they had to give him an Oscar. I
0: was thinking exactly that. Because
1: Moonlight didn't get as many Oscars as La La Land, but they got the best picture. But they still needed kind of another one just to say, no, it was actually a very, very good film. But we preferred to give the Oscar to other people. You know, that kind of way, just justifying giving it to.
0: alley Yeah. Well, I think so, because that's what struck me. I was expecting to see a lot more of it.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's really, it's barely supporting. He's supporting one section yeah. of the film. In it. I actually thought um,
1: the one that was supporting more would be your man, Kevin.
0: His friend. His friend it. from well, his teenager years. But you see, the years. problem with that is, and I think th- that's the problem for all of it is, there's no leading actors because there's, there's different actors playing well, the one same one. part. Ah, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, yeah, yeah. there's even characters. You. Yeah, 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 I But I mean, there's Kevin appears in two sections in two different, like, because it's across three ages. So of they would all characters. be kind
1: of supporting characters. But you they? can't really call a lead character
0: yeah. support, but it's a supporting role. But that's the thing, because their performances of the three of them, the main character, and um, throughout the film, who has different names at different generations as a, as, as a child, as a teenager, and as a, well, in his 20s or early 30s, well, 20s, I'd say, um, are all superb performances. All three, yeah. even a kid. Yeah. And what's really incredible about them is you can believe it's the same person. Because they keep the characteristics going and everything. Now, obviously, that's down to the director and the writer keeping that going. But he kept them apart. They never met each other while they're making the film, I heard. Because he didn't want them influencing each other. But at the same time, they do. As soon as the third section comes in, and again, I don't know the actor, but the guy playing him, that's the other one, you recognise him immediately. That's him. Yeah. That's, um, what was his name at that stage? It was Black. Black was his name in the last one. yeah and 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 even though he's completely di- he's buffed up like he yeah. was a weedy little teenager now he's this big muscle man immediately recognise that's black that's yeah. the guy well
1: they're completely different physically like not completely different but they're different f- physically where you can see there is body development Absolutely, in yeah. it but they're the same essentially so just to explain to everyone the film is kind of divided in three yeah. his um childhood his teenager and his adult which all kind of connect and there's a term, but it's just he's called different names throughout his life. Yeah, and so well, it's three, each, three different. And names. So it's, yeah, it's
0: three different sections. Yeah. each with the name that he has. Which so, also the name reflects what he his t- the way he is at that stage in his life because I think yeah. the first one silent or quiet or something like Little. that. Little. Yeah. And I mean, but it's also that he is very shy and quiet because he's completely silent. And I think like Mahershala... Ali as I said last week he's just a superb actor in oh, general he anything is amazing, else yeah and in this he is very good in this too he's like so cool well that's it that's what comes yeah. in that he's so convincing in the part even though what I know him most for is in House of cards where he's this political diplomat political um, spin doctor or whatever it's a very very different part but he has authority in both. He just, he was, he's, yeah. a, he's the sort of guy you really know you can trust. You get that vibe off yeah. him. And here he's a drug dealer.
1: And the fact so. that also, um, because I didn't know this, I didn't know why Janelle Monáe was at the, on the stage of the Oscars I commented with you. Oh, I yeah. said, why is she there? She did Hidden Figures. But she's actually in the film. And I'm surprised she didn't mention the film as much. Because mm. even on her social media it's more about Hidden Figures and Moonlight. But that doesn't really matter. But I just, you know, thought she'd mention it more.
0: Who is she in Moonlight?
1: She is Teresa.
0: Oh, right. The girlfriend. yeah.
1: Which she's gorgeous and yeah, she, she is, is beautiful, <laughs> and even I said to my bossie, "Isn't she gorgeous?" He said, "Yeah, she is. Like yeah, she, she is looks very stunning." Striky. And um, but I think they all worked so well. She worked well, um, and she's a singer and she's an amazing singer actually. And but back to Mahershala, he—I just wanted to comment on one scene, which is actually mentioned in loads of reviews, so I don't think it's actually spoiling anything. Which is the scene where little. On the table with him, and he says, "What's a faggot?" Oh, yeah. And they have all that conversation. Both of them, uh, um, the men, the the kid and him, that was just, I think, the height of acting for me of the film was that point where you see the pain and the irony in Mahershala's character, where he is the person that is very good to the boy, but he's also the person that is helping.
0: Well, destroy for uh, yeah. so many lives. Yeah. Um, because he's a drug dealer. Yeah. And he's so aware of he's conscience-stricken by it, to a certain extent. And I th- and, th- and
1: you could just tell by his face suddenly changing. Yeah. That he is filled with guilt.
0: I think that's it. I think probably. If we are to look at the film again, we would say immediately, yes, he definitely deserves the best. Yeah. The actor. It's a case of where it's just expecting him to be in the film a lot more. It's nothing through his performance. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just it's the it's hype. It's a disappointment. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because and nearly everyone else is in it in the next section or whatever. And then when they reference him and they reference his funeral or something like this, oh, shite, there's a spoiler. <laughs> but, well, they don't show any because it is a long time afterwards. Mm. But. It's just a disappointment. I said, "Oh no, that's all we get." So maybe it's a case of yeah, leave him asking for more sort of attitude yeah. of it. But he is. But it doesn't take away from the film. The film, as you said, is exit. Now it's a film I didn't necessarily enjoy. while watching? I enjoyed it, appreciated, admired it. But it's not like ooh, it's not La entertaining. La La Land.
1: Yeah, no. no. That.
0: But it's when you think about a lot afterwards. It's always on your mind. You're remembering bits of it. Stays in the mind. Yeah. And I mean, it's a completely different entity to something like La La Land. And it's like, I mean, I've heard it said before when actors are comparing performances, it's like comparing apples with oranges, as in which is the best fruit. This is, a, or in your case, which is the worst fruit. Mm. It's, this is the thing with these these films. They are completely different. Yeah. La, La Land serves this purpose perfectly. It's pure escapist entertainment. This is thought-provoking, deep, profound. And you mightn't necessarily enjoy it while you're watching it, you appreciate it, but it will stay with you. Yeah. I'd say very much And
1: that, that is actually one of the things um, I wanted to say because I think they gave the Oscars wrong. Well, obviously they did, but I mean... <laughs> In the sense that now, looking at this film and comparing it to La La Land, I think it deserved deserved cinematography and La La Land best film. Okay. Um, because I think um, it's really hard to explain. I know some people will hate me for saying this because I know Moonlight did deserve it. It's a brilliant film. But I think La La Land has everything in it. And I think, even though it's beautiful, and cinematography is beautiful or whatever. I think it because it got directing Oscar. I don't think it necessarily needed to get cinematography. And I think Moonlight went beyond cinematography wise. And I sh- think it should have gotten gotten cinematography rather than best film. And La okay. should have gotten best film.
0: I but I think it is still back down to. Um, People's favourite, yeah. Type of oh, thing. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think certainly that's why the Golden Globes have it right in that they split it between best drama yeah. and best comedy because La La Land is the best of its kind in that way. But I would say Moonlight is too of its kind, definitely. and it just depends on which you prefer. The well, La, La La Land's film you would watch again and again, Moonlight, not necessarily for a while again, because it's but it's in your mind, it's served its purpose, it's a different. Thing, yeah, is what I'd say. Um, but the cinematography—I thought it was very good. But what struck me about it was the fact that it changed from the start to the end. The start was all very handheld. The last of it was very f- f- straight. Like I mean, it didn't seem to be moving at all. It was very much tripod based. Is that what? you Did you get see that? Yeah,
1: but that's because I think of Mahershala. I think it has to do with his character, involving the kid as well. That whole kind of um, I wouldn't say fantasy-ish thing because Idealized. it's not, yeah. And the rest being tripod because it's just a bit more serious and it's getting a bit more rough and hmm. not rough, but you know what I mean. It's just it's getting very very serious and everything is just a bit. I don't know. But but also I mean I'm just not talking about camera movement, but the color scheme and everything, and the way like angles kinda as well. When they are on the beach, sitting down on the beach, him and his friend, they did that yeah. very tastefully. Like it's it's a bit it's a strong scene, as, as in shocking a bit if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. But they did it very well, and throughout the film actually, um, it's it's that kind of film where it's poetic. And it's lovely and gorgeous and everything, but it's still uncomfortable. If you get me.
0: That scene or the film? Itself? The film itself. Okay. And I think. Because of the topic, the concept yeah. and topic.
1: And because we're not used to talking about that. I mean, we are, but like seeing it, it's very hard for me to explain. I know.
0: Well, I mean, you can reveal the fact that it's about a man who's gay. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But it's and just, it's
1: it's it's a harsh topic because he's bullied. And he's alone and it's sad.
0: All right, well, that's. And
1: all these things. So you're always uncomfortable for him and you feel bad and you're like, you know, but at the same time, it's a beautiful, gorgeous film. So, yeah, I think that's. Well, I didn't feel uncomfortable for that matter at all. Mm. It's just the story itself. Now, obviously, I'm not homophobic or anything, but it is just.
0: But you're not uncomfortable with the story. If
1: you were alone on your couch, fine. It's because, and the cinema was full. It's mm. because you're there with more people, and it's a huge screen, and it's so there in your face that his story is so sad. And yeah. you just get people's reaction, everyone kind of stiffening up a <laughs> bit. You know, that kind of... No, not, not even to the scene of, of the... The sex scene. Yeah, not even, it's not even just that scene, but any scene where he's hit, you know, when someone hits him or whatever, you, you just kind of go... Oh, yeah, but, that, but that's, what, that's what I'm
0: saying. They're getting... But it's been... It's empathising with him. It's yeah, not oh, a, yeah, a, like, yeah, It would be yeah, just yeah. the same if he was being attacked because he's black. Yeah. If so you're, or if he was just... Any reason for it been attacked, you're empathising with the character. What I'm saying is there's no discomfort about the fact that it's about homosexuality. That's not what... It oh, no, no, not at all. No. It's
1: just the story and how he suffers with it. Yeah. It's the um, unsettling, uncomfortable, or whatever way... Uh, that makes you feel that you, you don't feel obviously you don't feel when you're in La La Land or you're watching La La Land no but it's because it's it's this this film actually keeps reminding you that you're watching it not so mm. much as in you sit down and you're absorbed by it if you get me
0: this moonlight now we're yeah. saying it reminds yeah. you it does are you saying the way it's done or the way, in the yeah, the way it's, it's
1: done and in um, character because you just pay attention so much to them and to the details around them that obviously, the story matters, but you're always conscious that you're watching something and you're watching this person's story. Like, I wasn't absorbed, I and mean, this isn't a good way, it's not a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. because La Land is entertainment, this isn't like you said, yeah, it's something you think about, so you're kind of conscious of what's going on yeah. in the people around you and stuff. So, you're yeah. always reminded I mean, that you're watching a film.
0: I think we're in danger of. T- damning it with the wrong praise that people are saying when we say it's because we both said it's not entertaining it is in itself it's entertaining yeah the way it's because like, it's
1: it's different we're c- it's because we're comparing to La, La, La Land. Yeah. And it's not light entertainment it's serious drama yeah
0: and it is absorbing drawn in and you want to know what happens next
1: you're you do, following actually, the character yeah. and you
0: get really involved with the characters and so on and it's not a huge amount happens throughout but at the same time it's a
1: very simple story actually yeah, if you think about but you it but we are
0: gripped by it all the way to yeah. and it ends not necessarily abruptly, but you would, again, quite happily have let it go on for another hour. I'd li- like it's it ends with like it's three sections of his life in his 20s. I'd happily watch it again till he's in his 80s or something yeah. like that. You were Cause he interested in this where person. He goes yeah, in life in and it. stuff. Yeah. Um, so will we give it a mark? It? Oh, well, no, I won't put it. There's no annoying characters in it.
1: No, I don't no. think so. I can't think of any Not on the usual yeah. rule of annoying person. Yeah. We don't have to happen no. every time. No, actually, I have an annoying person, <laughs> which is my brother. Because when <laughs> I went with him to the cinema, right, now he wants to go with this me. This is with, Felipe yeah, Gorski. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, and <laughs> I went with my mother. When was it? Uh, did I go to the cinema with her recently? I feel like, oh, yeah, we did, did. We went it. to Neruda, yeah. yeah. So we were there sitting down and I had the popcorn and she said to me we were in line waiting to go in and she said you know if you were here with your brother he wouldn't let you eat the popcorn till the film started and i laughed cuz i can imagine him being like that but he is so radical and so like not radical but just Anal. he's just so, yeah <laughs> about it that he he didn't let me touch it he took it from my hand and then we were sitting down because we were early there so it was like it was at quarter past 6 and we were there at 6 so we sat okay. down and I was at the popcorn. So he took it from me, obviously. And obviously. He, yeah. And he said, you know, we kind of need three popcorns. One from before the film, one for the trailers and one for the film. <laughs> because, I know. because people just I don't even eating. eat popcorn. No, I know, this, it's anyway. ridiculous. But then, which <laughs> the worst thing was, not even that, because that's our popcorn. But we sat down. Yeah. He kept talking about the people. Look at that guy. He's halfway through his popcorn. The film hasn't even started. <laughs> 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 don't you fucking calm down? mind your own business let him eat I actually envy him you eat your popcorn man because <laughs> <laughs> I have someone here that doesn't let me eat the popcorn oh my god <laughs> and then he said just let me eat a little bit okay then then he opened it and let me and he's like no you can't you can't just get a handful of it that's how it goes get one or two <laughs> oh my god this person is obsessed. was it your popcorn Yeah. Paid for it. Well, I paid for his ticket and everything as well. I'm not throwing that in your face, by the way. But, you know. but
0: wait a went This was a shared popcorn between the two of you. Yeah. Oh well, then there is a logic to it in that, in that you might eat it all before he gets started on it. I thought it was but that I'm you s- had your own little packet of popcorn and he was slapping you on the wrist I'm not letting you eat it. Yet.
1: No, but I would I say he would do that anyway because he was talking about other people, other people's popcorn. <laughs> and people sitting next look at that guy he opened his bag of popcorn now and he's, he's yeah it's gonna be over <laughs> before the film starts just, I just don't think that's smart at all <laughs> you just Kay. go on about it I was like okay shut up <laughs> and then obviously because I couldn't eat the popcorn I couldn't drink the coke either because or else that'll be over and you'll be thirsty sure, when you're coke eating it, well. yeah, and you'd be eating the popcorn and you'd be thirsty because there's no coke <laughs> so yeah. yeah so that's my little anecdote <laughs>
0: So, yes, come to Spoilerama for the <laughs> stories about going to the cinema. We're full of them. <laughs> full of it. Um, well, speaking of going to the cinema. Yes. Um, we next were going to go and see Tomato Red. Yes. And Marina had already got a ticket for it in the film festival and just missed her chance. I couldn't go in the film festival because it was a Saturday night of was shown and I look after my son that day. So, Missed it, both missed it that day, that yeah. time for a reason so then we were going to see it again last week and Marina didn't go again this time you make it but seem
1: like I just made no effort
0: oh I know you made every effort yeah. I have no doubt you did I'm not criticising at all I'm really pointing no, out that I you didn't do he your never duty for the podcast because I went to see it
1: yeah of course you did you see I have other things to do in life Mick it's called actually having a life
0: I went to see it <laughs> So Marina, well, I can't <laughs>
1: wait to see it. because yes, so Marina is going to
0: see it next week. Yes. It we just doubt. seems
1: so interesting, and I That's can't wait to see I it. I would
0: certainly. Go. So we're going to try a bold experiment here, where I'm going to talk about the film, and test our motto of not giving away any spoilers, i.e., not living up to our name. So I'm going to talk about it to Marina, and then she's going to go and see the film, and see if I did give too much away from her. And then mm. we will. So it's a learning exercise. So well done, Marina, for not going. Okay, thanks. It's, it's great. It's it's helped us no end. I will say that uh, it's very good. And they will leave it. Okay, uh, so no, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I think it's... I was expecting good things of it because it's Vanita Wilson and I think it's her second feature. And her last film was As If I Am Not There, which was a film about the Bosnian conflict. And this is a film about... Effectively, trailer trash in America, um, trying to get by in life, but it's nothing to do with Ireland, and neither did the last one. They're both Irish films made by Winnie Wilson, and I really like that. I admire that. Maudie was the same. Maudie was an Irish film, yeah, nothing, to do with but Ireland. nothing to do with Ireland. And yeah. that's what I think. I don't think all films should be. I think certainly most of them should be about Ireland, but I just like the fact that they don't have to feel that they have to make a film about Ireland. This is just. Winita Wilson liked the book. Obviously, it's based on a book. I went out to make a film and it's very much an American story. American actors for the most part. And um, I just what I would say about it is the story really gets started towards the end. I think there's you don't realize there is an actual plot until the plot suddenly comes on. And then it's uh, it's very sudden. It's just there, and you went, "What the hell?" And you, I could just even while I was watching this, no, they should have done it like this. There was just one little bit, but I mean, that's me. That's just the way I would make the yeah. film. Yeah,
1: who are you to say they should have done it like that? Have you ever made a feature film?
0: Not yet.
1: Well, there you go. Okay, thanks very much for listening.
0: <laughs> You're the one who's working with me on films.
1: I know. Big mistake, huh?
0: And I <laughs> had a day that will live in infamy. The day yeah. that whole Polain Productions dissolved. <laughs> the Same thing as well. But I mean, that's an aside. It's it's very well done. It's very. It's, it, oh, while I was watching it, I wasn't aware there was a plot going to come along. And um, so I've just absorbed. I thought it's this type of film particularly well, like it's just a character study. And it is. It's a very interesting character study. And then suddenly there's a story in there as well, which all feels a bit rushed. But that is a personal take on it. I think it's very well acted. I'm really interested to see how you think about the look of it, mm-hmm. because the cinematography is quite striking. I've okay, really, I really recommend it I really liked it and there's a lot of abrupt bits in it and that's what I will leave it at that okay so but I'll just ask you were going to see it in the festival like it was one of the films you yeah. picked oh, yeah, was definitely. there any particular re- did you know when you picked it no, because anything about it
1: no kn- because th- this is the this is why and what happened actually Mick has the season had the season ticket so that day um, I yeah so I go. and you offered to me and said is there any film that day you want to go. Since I couldn't keep paying to go to films because I'm on a very tight salary of Fridays and Saturday work, <laughs> um, I got that day off just to see films that day that were for free. <laughs> and I made a point of going to see an Irish film.
0: Oh, right. So you had picked it as an yeah. Irish film.
1: And it seemed actually quite interesting anyway. Um And then the French one because I liked it. And then the David Lynch because it's David Lynch. right, And so that was kind of my the way I was thinking about it. But then things got in the way and I couldn't make it to it and I regret it and I really, really want to go now. Not because of what you said, just because I want to. So you have no influence on me.
0: That's good to know. I don't want to influence you. I want to be a neutral observer mm-hmm. guiding you on your way. Of course. Which is influencing you. So no, I don't want to do that either. Okay, so next week we will be discussing... Marina's reaction to Tomato Red which I will interrupt at every opportunity <laughs> and we have another film to pick because we, we're doing two next week and we didn't discuss this because I thought let's not discuss it let's discuss it in the podcast what we go and okay. see so let's go and see Elle I want to see Elle please let's go and see Elle
1: okay because of Isabel Huppert. Yeah. yeah
0: okay but you want to see it as well come yeah, on yeah so I do <laughs> I'm sure I knew you would because it's French yeah and you like Isabel Huppert as well or do you have any opinion of her?
1: I don't do you know really, yeah I do but I can't, uh, oof, I don't remember seeing her in anything I know of her Yeah, but, but she's just, been for years
0: Yeah um, But she's, oh, she's just extraordinary I think and Okay, so actually I'll, have,
1: I'll do a bit of research on her then And then I'll okay. go see the film Okay As well So two, well you could say foreign films If you're saying kind of not Hollywood So one Irish and one French From French Yeah
0: so it's actually this is our first French film since Blue is the Warmest Color, and it's That's only true. our second. I think it's only our second mainstream or c- cinema release, uh, and subtitled. The last one was Juliette. Did we see anything else?
1: I can't remember. See, oh Neruda.
0: One. Yeah, we didn't really review that. Oh I yeah, I mean sorry, that was sorry, just part of the yeah. festival of things. So we really, should be ashamed of ourselves, sticking to all this. On. Oh, we're getting rid of those. That's nice. Anyway.
1: I thought this room was soundproof.
0: It probably is. And and everyone's like, well, fucking right now. they're talking about. There are people clapping in the outside. So we leave it there. Thank you very much for joining us for this one and a half um, review of Spoilerama. And don't forget the date, folks. (laughs) So join us next week where we'll be talking more about Tomato Red and, of course, Elle. Really looking forward to that. I've been Mick Jordan.
1: And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo!